Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I started laughing before you said it because I knew that's where your head was going. That you're like, I have no idea. I have no idea. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. Hey, honey. Hey, how's it going? How are you today, Dusty? I'm doing pretty good. Did you have a nice weekend? Oh, yeah. We went to the Bare Naked Ladies and Hootie and the Blowfish concert. It was so wonderful. I loved it. So 90s. <laughs> yeah. Darius Rucker didn't bring any of that country nonsense with him. Oh, but yeah, he did. He broke out into it. Yeah, I, and when he did, I plugged my ears. <laughs> you didn't like it when Darius Rucker broke out into country? I said, no. <laughs> This is not what my ticket was paid for. <laughs> I mean, how many listeners do you think we're alienating right now uh-huh. by saying we don't like country? You like I like country. country. I love country. And I have nothing against it except that it's terrible, terrible music. <laughs> if you can call it music. <laughs> oh, man. No new five-star reviews this week. Please write a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you get the chance. We really like it. You can also tweet us. I'm at Dusty Terrell. I'm at Shannon Ray Green. And you can email us at itellmyhusbandthenews at usatoday.com. And thanks to all of you who have already written reviews. We love you. We're so grateful to you. Tokyo 2020 Olympic medals made from 80,000 tons of recycled mobile phones and electronics. Weird. This was written by my colleague Jay Cannon. He writes, With the opening ceremony for the 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo, now less than a year away, the medals are one thing organizers won't need to worry about finishing in time. The Tokyo 2020 medal project sparked the collection of nearly 80,000 tons of mobile phones and small electronic devices around Japan, which will be used in the crafting of every gold, silver, and bronze Olympic and Paralympic medal awarded to athletes at next year's games. There expect to be roughly 5,000 medals given out between the two games, according to Tokyo 2020. Among the massive haul of electronics was over 6 million mobile phones, the project's website reported. As a result of the two-year donation drive, Tokyo 2020 announced that 100% of the medals used to make the shiny awards will be extracted from materials found in donated electronics and phones. The nearly 158 million pounds of donated electronics was reduced down to approximately 71 pounds of gold, 7,700 pounds of silver, and 4,850 pounds of bronze. This might reflect poorly on me, 
being a software engineer, but I didn't realize that those metals were in our phones. Following a process of dismantling, extracting, and refining, the metals will be fused into the brainchild of Olympic medal designer Junichi Kawanishi, who was granted the design opportunity after winning a competition held by Tokyo 2020 that drew over 400 entries. The design of the medals was released by Tokyo 2020 last Wednesday. Project organizers hope the nationwide electronics drive will help establish a theme of resourcefulness for the Tokyo Games. Conversely, Olympics of years past have been known for hurried construction projects that later yielded massive abandoned stadiums. The organization's website reads, quote, We hope that our project to recycle small consumer electronics and our efforts to contribute to an environmentally friendly and sustainable society will become a legacy of the Tokyo 2020 Games, unquote. That's going to be the next gold rush as people just <laughs> taking everybody's old phones. You may be right. I didn't realize that that much gold could could be in old electronics. So I would like all of our listeners to send me all your old electronics. Uh, you can send it to Dusty Terrell at USA Today headquarters. No, you can't. And please don't. <laughs> and also, if you could um, include in the packages. Uh, the instructions for how to extract that gold. I started laughing before you said it because I knew that's where your head was going. That you're like, I have no idea. I have no idea. We have a room that is just a place to put boxes in our basement. And it's filled with like old consumer electronics. I have a hard time throwing things away, but... I think a lot of that stuff still works. I mean, the regular Nintendo, the Game Boy, the uh, the mini disc player. <laughs> Some old cell phones for sure are in there, definitely. Well, I guess we better start melting or something, right? How do we extract? <laughs> we're going to get the police called on us. They're going to think we're starting up a meth lab or something. <laughs> I don't think melting is the way to get to the gold. Mm. It doesn't seem like it. It's probably some sort of chemical extraction. Yeah. There's probably melting involved. <laughs> There's probably heat involved. We just have to figure out how to reduce it down. Do you think uh, we could get one of those gold medals to check out uh, the final product? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. cool Let's cool, cool, just cool, cool. call up Tokyo 2020. Let's call them right now. Tokyo 2020. Consider this your notice that we want some gold medals. Never thought about that before, that the hosting country has to come up with all these precious medals just to make all these rewards. 5000 seems like a lot. Yeah. This is crazy. They really are pretty, though. I've actually held an Olympic gold medal from the Vancouver Olympics because I was at the Winter Olympics in 2010. And they're beautiful and they're hefty, too. And you didn't? try to steal it i don't even know who you are i mean i could say that about you i don't know if you should be saying that about me we both wouldn't steal it no i wouldn't i wouldn't steal it but there's i mean they're pretty it's funny too the whole thing with olympians biting the metal that like maybe a photographer suggested somebody do that just to make it a little more interesting and now it's just something that's always done well, maybe they shouldn't bite those Tokyo electronic metals. Who knows <laughs> what kind of residues are on them from the recycling <laughs> process. I think it's great that they're using 
a recycling drive to make these metals? These metals have to be not valuable not just because of the materials they're made out of, but uh, but because of the nostalgia factor or the just like the it's historic the rarity factor and the oh yeah they're they're precious metals for sure. I think I should start trying to get some. I mean, what what could be an easy one we could just like pick off? I could probably be pretty good at uh, sprinting. I don't know. I'm pretty fast, right? <sighs> <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing you've ever said I, to me. I think I could run a mile in like 20 minutes or something <laughs> like that, right? Is that, is oh, that, man. Is that gold medal winning? I don't really follow the Olympics. Well, so. you know, Sean White, I think, might be trying to compete in skateboarding this year. Get out of there, Sean White. <laughs> have, you, have you seen how much red hair he has? I mean, if he can do it, I could do it, right? I mean,. <laughs> What are you trying to say about people with red hair? It's not so much the color as it is the massive amount of it. So, I mean, <laughs> you think that would weigh you down and, like, get in your line of sight. And you just you wouldn't be successful, I think. Drivers, you're merging all wrong. Being polite is causing traffic jams, experts say. This was written by my colleague Morgan Hines. I'm so excited to share this story with you, Dusty, because this is something you've been telling people forever, that the zipper would save people. By telling people, you mean you, because you're usually in the car with me when I complain about how people don't zipper. Mm -hmm. This was written by my colleague Morgan Hines. She writes... Commuting in heavy traffic can be a pain, and merging can make it even more stressful, especially when it seems that drivers are playing by different rules. A lane is closed ahead. Two lanes of vehicles will soon be narrowed to one. Some drivers merge early and get to the correct lane as fast as possible, then wait for traffic to advance. Others don't seem to have a problem zooming ahead and cutting in line. But according to many experts, the driver trying to be polite is probably making traffic worse than the driver who jumped ahead. Yeah, I do say that because people... People always give you a hard, like they, they look, they give you such disgust for those people who speed ahead. Or there's even the, the like, the, the proud uh, hero who like straddles both lines just so that nobody can get, get any further down. But you, so it's not so much the, the zippering that's the problem, it's the, Everybody needs to merge at the same point. And by maximizing the amount of both lanes, you're just better off. So if everybody just did what they're supposed to do, it would just go so much smoother. William Van Tassel is the American Automobile Association's manager of driver training programs. And he said that AAA recommends using the zipper approach to merging. The zipper method, in which drivers merge late, is based on the idea of a zipper's teeth. Just as a zipper smoothly comes together, a zipper merge can keep traffic flowing in both lanes by bringing some organization to the merging process. Van Tassel said, quote, The zipper merge has shown to keep traffic moving more smoothly compared to a less structured approach, unquote. A zipper merge is recommended because leaving a lane unoccupied as a result of early merging is inefficient. Proponents say it only makes traffic heavier. The Colorado Department of Transportation encourages drivers to use the zipper merge tactic. It's said that it can reduce delays up to 40 percent. 
Fort Collins traffic engineer Joe Olson told the Coloradoan, quote, We all learned in kindergarten not to cut in line, and there are lots of people who think zipper merging is cutting in line. Zipper merging is for the greater good, but people still don't see it that way, unquote. Some states' drivers are resistant to the more efficient but seemingly less polite maneuver. According to Wired, Minnesota launched a media blitz to encourage drivers to zipper merge in 2011 with billboards and more. Drivers in California have had trouble coming to an agreement on whether late merging is acceptable. In 2017, the Sacramento Bee searched for a tiebreaker on what was appropriate merge etiquette in the state, but a highway patrol spokesperson simply told them that drivers should merge cordially and safely. No matter what, it's important to remember that merging isn't a race. Van Tassel said, quote, When merging, your goal should be to maximize your smooth flow forward through traffic, not to beat other drivers, unquote. I agree. (laughs) I think it's not very often on this podcast that I agree with this science (laughs) field, but uh, but in this case. That's so not true. You love science. It's true. Yeah, I'm big on the science. You just love to give people a hard time, too, especially those that you love. Well, even scientists need someone to keep them on their toes, you mm-hmm. know, so. It's not enough. They're discovering things for the rest of us. They need Dusty Terrell. That's right. I'm an important part of the process, <laughs> the scientific process. I think actually what would be best and most efficient is if everyone just let me have the right away and do whatever I wanted to do. Like I could merge whenever, or I could ride on the, I could drive in the shoulder, or I could have even better. I could have my own special lane. You live in a fantasy. If, as a society, we could just agree that Dusty gets to do whatever he wants on the road, then I think we could all be a lot safer and more efficient. <laughs> Let's get some scientists looking into that as a possibility. Mm, the ego. It's big. It's real big. It's a common theme on this podcast. I mean, I know it's jokes. Is it, though? <laughs> you just have to wonder. I do. <laughs> I think everybody would love it if they could just get where they need to go as quickly as possible. Maybe that's why people love living out in the country. There's just not as many people in the way. I think in the country, though, you just don't need to go anywhere. <laughs> That's not true. In the city, you need to get places and people are in your way. In the country, it just takes a while to get there. You're just not as concerned about getting there quickly. You're just like, well, I'll get there when I get there. (laughs) Which does sound nice. It does. One thing that makes it easier for me to not be in a big hurry to get where I'm going is uh, listening to podcasts. Like uh, I tell my husband the news or... Other USA Today podcasts. That's right. Yeah. Makes driving, the chore of driving, a lot more enjoyable. Hey, if you want to check out some of those podcasts, you could go to applepodcast.com slash USA Today. Or you could just go to Apple Podcasts and check out the bevy of great podcasts that exist. (laughs) Don't. Don't tell people about other podcasts, Shannon. (laughs) But they're all so good. What am I supposed to do? You love them all, too. Maybe if you know an angry driver in your life, you should tell them about I Tell My Husband the News. Aw, I like it. Got a 15 to 20 minute commute? That's perfect for I Tell My (laughs) Husband the News episode. Oh. Do you have to do it every day? 
Why not listen to the same episode every single day? <laughs> That's just impractical. Maybe twice a day, once on the way to work, once on the way home. <laughs> and last today, we've got the lightning fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. A 19-year-old shatters Phelps' world record. Who's the 19-year-old? Aquaman? (laughs) Jeff Bezos' investing advice helped Shaq quadruple his worth. What do you think his advice was? Invest in Amazon? (laughs) I could use some tips, Bezos, if you don't... If you got some free time on your hands, I'd love some advice. I'd love to quadruple my net worth. <laughs> it'd be it'd be great to ha- be uh, worth uh, four hundred dollars instead of just one hundred dollars. What is wrong with you? Facebook must pay record five billion dollar fine for privacy violations. Who do they pay that to? Me. <clears throat> My privacy was violated, Shannon. Where's my piece of that pie? Duncan adds Beyond Meat Sausage to menu. I find it hard to believe that Duncan's other meat products aren't fake as well. (laughs) I've never eaten a Duncan sandwich and said, oh yeah, that's real meat. (laughs) Apple iOS 13 kills iPhone 6. Note to self, don't upgrade iOS. Microsoft pays $25 million for corruption. Where's my cut of that? (laughs) My Windows has corrupted before. (laughs) It's, I think, a different type of corruption. (laughs) Is it, Shannon? (laughs) What you need to know before adding that web browser shortcut. It's a trap. (laughs) How RCA went from tech titan to relic. Highly invested in VHSs. (laughs) How to tame the chaos of e-scooters on our streets. Stay indoors. That's what I like to do. (laughs) K-Swiss Nike jump on e-sports bandwagon. I don't know that a company that makes sports attire makes a lot of sense to support a industry where really you just need to sit in a chair. <laughs> Why 37-year-old track legend is still running. Because they heard how valuable those gold medals are at, uh, at the Olympics. <laughs> 180 flights canceled at Amsterdam's airport. That sounds like a nightmare. But at least you could eat some yummy cheese. Gouda. Gouda for days. Next week on I Tell My Husband the News... Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called The News. (laughs) I Tell My Husband The News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.